Welcome to episode 19 of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So, I'm Sean. Hey, and we're live. Hey, we're live. We're live. Didn't have breakfast yet. No. What you, um, you, you drinking, Sean? What you bring back from um, Mexico? The Aja Toro. Yeah. So I went to Mexico Ooh. a couple weeks ago for my birthday, mm. and I was in the airport, and I got talked into buying this. It's called Aja Toro, mm. and it's, it's a tequila, which I'm not a tequila drinker. I'm, a I'm not a tequila drinker either, but let me tell you. Yeah. It's, I'm a whiskey drinker, like, but this is a cream tequila that the salesman said you can only get in Mexico. Mm. But it's a chocolate, it's a chocolate cream, which is delicious. So I bought this. It's a heavy bottle. It's like a keepsake bottle, so I won't be getting rid of this. It's so good. But it's really good. It's so good. A bitch was trying to have Ritz and some sausage <laughs> this morning. All I got so is I was like, I got some, I got some uh, new vodka for you. Let me, tell, let me tell you, if you come to my house expecting to have some food, you're going to have some water, some chips, and some liquor. Well, That's you all have four chips left. I was like, I, I don't even want to do that to you. I'm going to leave them four chips. So I'm sipping on Okam. I'm a whiskey drinker. So this, I came across the this bomb. when I lived in, uh, I didn't live in Alabama, but I spent a few months there last year, um, last year, and I kind of became a whiskey connoisseur. So the bartender put me onto this. This shit is bomb. It's so good. It's Remember bomb. when you came down to Miami and you put me onto that? Yes, it's bomb. It's Okam. It's a peach pecan whiskey. You open this up and it's like, you can use this to aromatize your room. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a new word. Put it in the bathroom. Yeah, it smells so good. And you don't need to mix it. You don't. You mm. can, but you don't really need yeah, to. You're like, you don't need nothing. That's yeah. why you don't have ice. Yeah, she's like, yeah, ice. I'm like, you don't know the bitch house you came to. You don't been here before. You know I ain't got shit in here. Right. This is the house at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just come here to sleep. <laughs> Oh, lovely. All right. Well, anyway. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I'm happy you're here. We had a good time. Streets. We did. We did. Always a good time. Yesterday, we uh, we hung out in Brooklyn. Um, at this, uh, which is such a difference for me. You know, Brooklyn yeah. is totally different than what it used to be. I love Brooklyn, but it was cool. Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn. I love hanging out in Harlem, but I love to go to Brooklyn from time to time. So we were out there hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. at our wicked, wicked lady. Our wicked lady. Yeah, it was uh, Makosa's uh, cookout. So they had like several DJs there. They had food. They had liquor. Mm-hmm. Good music. Um, good times. Had some friends and memes out there. Times. So had a good time. Mm-hmm. And they had the, um, you know, like the the pina colada maker with the drinks. They yeah, had the rose uh, slurpees. Uh-huh. I love that. It's yeah. always a great time. So yeah, so. definitely enjoying it. All right, so get into the ratchet minute. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Oh, so Lord. So one of my listeners, um, I'm sure you're out there. I don't know if you want me to mention your name, but she hit me up and she wanted us to talk about R. Kelly and this 19 minute fucking song. Yes. So we did listen to it last night. Mm-hmm. I, I was holding on. I think we did. We did about 18 minutes of it. We, of, I admit. I, and I, um, I, honestly, I think I lost consciousness a couple times because I'm like, as I, <laughs> I think I we, we, we were driving across the Grand Central yeah. Parkway, we, and yeah. um, I mean, you know, he's admitting to a lot of things, and that's what I heard. You know, he fucked the friend's girlfriend or whatever in the hotel, and mm-hmm. he admits he can't read, and he's dyslexic and can't yeah, read on the teleprompter. That. We all we, we all knew that. that. Um, he talks about the interview that he gave to. Uh, Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams, she talked about it on the show, but she said 
you know, I guess he, he told her everything, but she did not reveal what it was. But he said, you know, I talked to her and I and I gave her my story. He talked about being um, molested as a child. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't clear whether it was a man or a woman. Did you get that? Uh, I believe from a story that I read before, it was an older woman. And it may have been a family member, but I believe it was mm -hmm. an older woman. And he said it went on for until he was about 14 years yeah. old when he was mm -hmm. like a kid. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I heard that. He talked about Aaliyah, and he said, you know, he married her for love. And now he married a 15-year-old. I think I, I think that was the part where I was unconscious. Yeah, it went out. <laughs> it went out. <laughs> Yeah. I try, you know, I, you know, I, Connection lost. I, you know how I feel about R. Kelly. He just, he just grinds me. But yeah. I just, you know, what I really would want for him to do, and I think, and this is for for him, more not more not more for us, but more so for him. I just want him to get help because clearly this man yeah. is in pain. He's in trouble mentally, and I really just want him to get her, get help so that he can stop hurting himself and he can stop hurting other people. I just want him to get help. There, There is an issue here. And when people do things that he's doing with, with young girls and abusing women, they come from a place of pain and a place of abuse. And we, ha I want him to get help. And anyone else who's in these kind of situations, get help so you can stop the cycle of abuse. You can stop it, you know? Um, I actually watched an um, interview that his ex-wife did, um, watched it on YouTube. Who's interviewing Andrea, her? Andrea. Yeah, I think Frank Ski and Wanda oh, wow. interviewed her. And she just talked a little bit about the abuse that... Um, she calls him a monster. Yeah, she yeah. talked about his abuse and her getting away and, you know, and now and how it affected her kids. You know, she mm. would go to... And she thought she was protecting them, but they would go to school... He says he hasn't seen his kids in years. Yeah, she said the same thing. Yeah. She said there's a difference between child support and child funding. She gets child funding, mm. not child support. She gets the money, but she doesn't get the actual support that she needs to raise these kids. Mm. She made you know, she made it clear. But she said, you know, the, the kids will go to school and, you know, um, and the, you know, they, the kids' parents the friend's parents wouldn't allow the kids to come over to the house and spend time with them because they would be like, you know, he's a molester. He's a kid. You know, he's a molester. Wow. Does he molest you? You know, just, you know, it's a lot of stuff that, the, you know, this is affected their kids and their homes, but wow. um, I just really want him to get help. I, I think I would be in a better place with R. Kelly if he just admit, because out of the whole 19 minutes that he, he admit, never said anything he about admit, he didn't admit shit. Well, well, what what he did say was it's all a made up story. Like these women, they weren't captives, and he's not know, admitting anything. He has some sexual deviancies. He talked about how he was broke, you know, and that he's touring or he has to make music. He was living in a in a what at the Homewood Suites hotel for a while. Um, he's not admitting to what the the damage that he's doing to these people and to these girls and to these women. He's not admitting to it. He's skirting around the issue. He's telling us stuff that we we already know. Uh, but he just he just really needs to get help. I want him to get help. I agree with you. Um I like how you made our ratchet minute go woke real quick. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I just I just I just have a thing with with R Kelly. He just grinds my gears and I just I just it's I just have a thing about abuse and abusing kids. I just don't like it and of course, of course. Yeah, no one, no one likes it. So you know, I just, I just really want him to get help. I want, I want him to get help. Well, I don't, I don't think he's on the path for uh, help in light of 
19 minutes if I admit. Girl, that, it's that 19 minutes, I, will, I just won't get back in my life. I know, you would you would done and over with. I was still trying to, I was saying yeah. it for it. I was still trying to hear I, it. I was all thinking about something else. About. Yeah, so, whatever. All right, okay, moving on. Mm -hmm. um, what else we have? Uh, for Ratchet, you have something. I did, so I had two things. So um, just a little, so Drake is wearing uh, a lace front beard. Th that's not his beard? Yes, with it. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Drake went from being real corny looking with the with the fro so and like the no facial hair, and then when he cut his hair low and he mm -hmm. got that beard, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, Poppy can get it. Something's happening in there. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, Poppy champagne. What's oh, the champagne man. Poppy? He can get yeah, it. Champagne Poppy can get it. No, so look, I am I am not an enemy to the lace fronts. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I completely am. I, I I am not when they when they look real. So that's the new thing, you know. Men are wearing lace front beards. And truth be told, they look good. I'm not a fan of it, and and I know this is the this is the, the hot corner kettle black because mm -hmm. I am I I you know I'm an open book. I I call them weeds, but you know I I, I do have added hair sometimes. I have added hair right now. <laughs> added hair, but and I you know I do wear my added hair, and you know you may run your you can't run your fingers through it because I will stop you. Mm -hmm. But I, that's I hate that shit. I hate that shit with a passion. Do not put your hand in my hair. <laughs> I don't do not. It. Don't do it. Oh my god! And this is TMI. So yeah, I can oh, tell a story. Okay. So my my old boo used to pull my hair. I'm like, what's happening? Oh, but he can pull my real hair. You can't pull my fake hair because this shit will come out in your hair. Well, then you never that. pull my hair. There's always <laughs> gonna be something going on here. And it's like I have hair. I'm just like I'm not wearing that. So the thing is, I've I've seen some of these videos where they actually show the process of putting these lace fronts on these men. <laughs> and I just can't. I cannot do it. And it totally transformed these men. Like, like they the looking first, like a snack. You know what I'm saying? The first picture is looking like somebody's crusty old granddaddy, and or like looking like a snack afterward. But I, I, I promise you, if I run my fingers through your hair and I feel a track, that is it. I but can't. it's not even a track anymore. I don't care. What you know, it is. It's, it's so it's it's the Swiss lace. It's it feels like skin. It's glued down, so you. I'm telling you, you know what? This 2018 going 2019. It's new and improved here. All that I can't get all that. of those days of getting caught up is gone. I so can't. I can't. I, <coughs> so we we have progressed. Like we progressed from the Beijing to the people yep, Beijing. <laughs> Philly dudes, y'all representing on that. Uh, y'all got a whole new ball game going on now. I like it. Look. However, you mm -hmm. can get it. If no. you can't grow it, you can buy it. That's mm -hmm. we live it. This is America. That's sure. That ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I, I like can't. it. I like it. I really. Oh, I wonder what his real beard looks like. It's probably no connect. You know, like But you know what? That's okay. That's like I. I no, love it's not beard. okay. I love. No. I love beards. I love beards. I love nice full beards. But if your shit don't connect, you know, that's that's cool too. too. Mm -hmm. That's cool too. You know, I. You know, I I like it doesn't always have to connect. You know, anyway, no um, like <laughs> like no vagina is the same. No two vaginas are the same. No two beards are the same. You gotta appreciate them for what it know, is. Some you know they don't have that connection right here, and it'd be like it's okay. two countries, two continents. It's okay. It's okay. So I like it. Anyway, all right, moving on. So. We must give a shout out to Stevie J and Faith who have secured the bag. Okay. We knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was they coming. They have landed a $5 million deal with, um, what's, what's the chick name? Mona Scott from okay. VH1. They're okay. doing a reality show. 
We knew it, we knew it, and we knew yeah, it. Of so, course, of course. Bag is secured. Why else would you marry Dirty Dick? You know, I, I want to believe, I want to believe in love. You know, I'm, I'm an optimist when it comes to that. So I want to believe that they actually have some love going on. And, you know, they, they've been down for a while. Like, they, they've known each other for, what, two decades, over two decades. So mm-hmm. I want to believe that it was, I want to believe in love. But that's how I made out a check. Look, I married you for the five minutes. <laughs> we can do a reality show. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on now. Like, we're living. <laughs> Come on, Mona. Is you listening? For real. You know, we get to, we get back to tattoos and all. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Oh. All you right. Know. So, I, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not hating. You got you to get your money. And, you know, if she's happy. Be happy, you know. Happy happiness comes in a lot of different forms. There you go. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I told you my my two cents about it, though, and you know, not to be disrespectful to them, but you know, there's a there was a substance abuse issue there, mm-hmm. and I think you know that's one of the places that they bonded. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can keep each other sober? I maybe they each other sober coach, sober coach, whatever. You know, my, I I think you know, like real talk. I think that's. A part of that, what that is, you know, mm-hmm. they have both gone through substance abuse issues. Like maybe that's the way that they are, you know, keep each other accountable. They're accountable buddies. Okay, I don't know. All right, so before we move off the ratchet, I just want to touch on what Friday night BBQs. <laughs> Let me tell you this shit. I haven't been to BBQs in eight years since I lived here. We went twice. We went twice. We sure did. The food is solid. I'm sorry. The honey barbecue chicken. I'm forever. I I know what I'm getting. They do have this new thing on the menu: chicken and waffles with like this honey mustard kind of sauce. It's 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 actually pretty good. Yeah, you ate. Yeah, I had it twice. Waffles like nice and thick. It has like something in it: cheese and something. It's cheese and jalapenos. Something. It's it's really really good. good, Well, I want to I want to talk about um, home dude that that served us. Oh, Mr. Passive Aggressive with his cute fine ass. I think he had sex with us (laughs) with his eyes. Like we were in a threesome. Yo, with his eyes. He like barked at us like, do you need anything else? Y'all ladies need anything else? His eye contact was so intense. He was I just mesmerizing. Like, this, this dude can like talk you out of your clothes easily. So wait, when we got sitting there, I was like, well, I mean, he kept he he came to the table and he kept he was off. Like, mm-hmm. y'all need anything else? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. He was talking, I was like, oh I was like, I am done with my shirt. What you mean? Chocolate morsels. Mm-hmm. Morsel. Chocolate morsels. <laughs> chocolate morsels. <laughs> We're just gonna sit there like this. Like, <laughs> damn, we just yelled at this, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Crazy. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Moving on after we. Man, my drink is almost done. You okay. want some more? Of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. I still want some grits and sausage, though. <laughs> All right, that's good. I've got me over here. It's, it's hot too because we have turned off the AC oh, so y'all yeah. can hear us. Lord of mercy. Hot and so time. hot and alcohol. Mm-hmm. No mix. All right. All right. So getting into 
Are we in the woke minute now? We're in the woke minute. All right. Yeah. What you got? So um, I, I just kind of wanted to touch on this. Um, I really don't want to talk about it, but I guess, you know, we have to. Um, last yeah. week, um, we, we all heard about this um, killing that happened in Oakland to Nia Wilson. Yes. Um, she and her sister were standing on the Bay Area Rapid Transit platform in Oakland, mm-hmm. and they both were attacked by John Cowell. Um, he actually slit Nia's throat and stabbed her sister, and unfortunately, Nia died at the scene. Um, we're really unclear on what prompted this attack. Um, I think they, I read that they were on the same train in the same car and train. Yeah. Um, they had no interaction. And then once they got off and got on the platform, he attacked them both. Mm-hmm. Um, some say it was racially motivated, um, because Kyle was white and of course the girls are black. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, this family says that he suffers from mental illness. He's been diagnosed as bipolar and schizophrenic. Um, he's also had a violent past. He was convicted of second-degree robbery and assault with a deadly weapon in 2016. Um, he's been in and out of jail, living on the streets. Um, and at one point, his family had um, a restraining order um, of a protection against him. Oh, wow, I didn't know uh, that. But I, 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 I don't buy that. They all, they always say that this, you know, these white men have like these. And he may, he may have a mental issue. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he was, he knew what he was doing because after the attack. He discarded his clothes. He got rid of his book bag. He wiped off the knife. That's not something you do when you're mentally not there. He was clearly he knew what he was doing. Um, he was he was there mentally. So um, it's still on an investigation. He he is in custody. Um, but you know that's kind of where we are right now. Um, after this murder, um, they did march and have a vigil for her, uh, for Nia. Um, so. It's a, it's a sad story. She was a beautiful, beautiful girl. She's yeah. just 18 years old. Um, just 18 years. She's a baby. She's a, a beautiful, beautiful girl. Yeah. My first of all, thank my condolences to Nia Wilson's family and friends. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's always sad when you hear a life that's cut so short. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just understanding the type of person that she was. And I think I heard from her godfather, and he said something. You know, he said in this day and age you know, kids are so selfish and she mm-hmm. was like the kindest, um, beautiful, you know, most beautiful song. She would give you the shirt off her back. So she just sounded like a, um, you know, really a, a, a beautiful, a beautiful young girl that was just mm-hmm. tragically cut down, um, at the very beginning of her, mm-hmm. of, you know, her life. So, and, you know, and her sister, you know, the tragedy of her sister witnessing, you know, uh, the death and, 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 and so on. So, mm-hmm. um, but just in hearing the story, I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, I listened to the the fact that he had a, a a criminal past, and you know, was in and out of jail, and his family had, had gotten a um, a restraining order against him. And he was already diagnosed with paranoid, you know, paranoid schizophrenia, and all this other stuff. I'm not exactly sure if it was racially motivated. I think you know, we 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 want a we want a reason for why it happened. We want mm-hmm. something, and you know, what we can see is it's two black girls yeah. in a train station and a white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, do we know 100% that it was, you know, he chose them specifically because of their skin color? I don't, I don't, I don't know that that's the case as of yet. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll never know. Maybe it'll come out, you know, later on. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they talked about the treatment that he received, you know, even in his arrest, how it was very nonviolent. And, you know, he, you know, they found him two or three days later and, you know, without, without incident and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just comparing that to some of the other, um, arrests and, you mm-hmm. know, the killings was, was, 
Yeah. And you know, I just like this this is America. He was handled with gentle hands. Yeah, with kid mm-hmm. gloves. Yeah. Kid and that you know. could you could see it. You know, this is this killer and mm-hmm. you know, they talk about how after the killing, like he stood there, the, the sister Latifah, and she said how he stood at the platform, you know, wiped his wiped his knife off mm-hmm. and watched as Nia lay dying. Mm-hmm. It's it's cold blooded, mm-hmm. you know, cold blooded. Um, but I, I think this opens the conversation for you know, not just. I mean, we 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 have the we have issues with prejudice and racism, and but there's the mental health issues is mm-hmm. is real too. Mm-hmm. Um, because regardless of whether it was racially motivated, mm-hmm. there is a mental illness here that right. was that was a catalyst for mm-hmm. this killing as well. Mm-hmm. So you know. Um, opening that discussion. Yeah, you know, our, our jails are filled with people with mental illness mm-hmm. and learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, and I, I, you know, he's white, but a lot of our black men are in jail because they have mental illness and they have learning disabilities. And, um, you know, that's, that's you know, actually a couple months ago, there was a, um, a, a black guy in Brooklyn who was walking down the street, he was known in the neighborhood to have a mental illness. Yes, so I remember hearing everyone this. who lived there knew yep. this is, I forget his name, you know, such and such, mm-hmm. and he has a mental illness. It just kind of, you know, this is- But he was harmless. He was harmless, this is what he does. But that was a neighborhood that it was being gentrified. I think it was in Crown Heights. It's being mm-hmm. gentrified, so there were some gentrifiers that were That's there. had problems in and of itself. Right, gentrifiers that were there who, um, who saw him. And that particular day, he had, some sort of like, I think it was like a shower head or something he had, and he was like running up to people, acting like it was a gun, which I admit can be very scary, mm-hmm. you know. However, if you're if you're from the neighborhood and you know this person has a mental know. illness, you kind of you know handle it a little bit differently than someone who you don't know, mm-hmm. you know. So Ginger Fire called the police and he got shot and killed. Which I've talked to some people who said the killing was justified, but I'm my train of thought is this is. We need to we need to focus on on mental health and mm-hmm. mental illness and helping this community, helping that segment of the community. Yeah. It's out there, and we criminalize them when they really need help. So this man had gotten help from from whenever mm-hmm. he was diagnosed, had the proper treatment, the proper medication, and therapy. Would we be at this point mm-hmm. where he's now dead? Yeah, you know. And same for this man. If he had the proper help, would he have you know killed these two there. girls? Yeah, you yeah. Know? I think that's you know, and especially how we deal with mental illness in our communities as opposed to the other community. You know, mm-hmm. typically, you know, we try to keep it on it, you know, it's it's amongst the family, but they mm-hmm. out running the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they don't go and, and utilize the resources out there and get mm-hmm. them help and get them assistance. That's usually what you see. That's yeah. not this is not something you can pray away and go to church and lay hands yeah. on. You need a professional to actually help mm-hmm. people. You know? Yeah. There's an imbalance, there's a chemical imbalance there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sad. we'll okay. be watching this and keeping her family and our prayers um, yes. and hoping that this, you know, we have some uh, resolution that, you know, it's not going to bring her back. It's not going to make us, you know, feel better. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, you know, he gets the help that he needs, but also get the punishment that he needs as well. Because mm-hmm. he needs to be punished for this. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious to see what his, uh, his statement would be or if he makes a statement. Um, uh, that's what I want to hear, mm-hmm. whether it's a confession or, or whatever. So, okay, there we go. Moving on. Yeah. There's no more, no more woke. Are we, are oh, we done with woke? I thought you had. That was it. That's it. You oh. want to talk about the DC? Um, oh yes, yes, yes. So DC just came out. Uh, Washington DC just came out. The CDC just came out with a report that 
black women are the highest high risk group for HIV now. Mm -hmm. So of all the diagnoses that have come out in 2016, which you know they're always like two years behind, uh, black women account for I think 44% of the new diagnosis of HIV mm -hmm. in the U in the capital, in the US capital. Mm -hmm. Um you know, and you and I had a conversation about this because I, I think, you know, the proliferation of HIV and AIDS since it's been an hour, um, you know, as we were growing up and mm -hmm. when it first came out, you know, it was the whole thing. You don't want to touch anybody. You don't mm -hmm. want to do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I remember specifically the conversation in the education was that HIV is not typically a disease that's passed from a woman to a male. That when a woman contracts uh, HIV, mm -hmm. it is likely because she has had sex with a man who has had sex with a man. Yeah. When I lived in Atlanta many, many years ago, there was a man who lived in the house across the street from me. And he worked for the CDC. And we got in a conversation about AIDS and HIV. And he says, and I quote, that the AIDS virus really can't live within, within a, a woman's vagina. Mm -hmm. It is um, whatever chemicals and juices or whatever we have down there, it, it kills it, it kills the virus. Mm -hmm. um, and so if if you're old enough and of a particular age and you remember, I remember when HIV first hit the scene, mm -hmm. and if you remember this, the specific wording in, that was used around HIV, it, it always said high-risk sexual behavior. Mm -hmm. It was always specific to gay men. Well, because high-risk sexual behavior is identified as it's anal sex. Anal sex. Right. Because when you have anal sex, um, that's high risk. It's high risk. And because it, you know, when you have anal sex, you know, it creates lots of rips and tears in the anus, mm -hmm. which allows, you know, the virus to enter the body. Mm -hmm. So, um, and marinate. And, and marinate. Yeah. So, and you know, I tell my niece, I have a, a young niece who, well, she's, old, you know, she's in her twenties now. But when she started having sex, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty blunt. I'm blunt on this show. I'm blunt in real life. I told her, and I know some people do enjoy it, but at her young age, I said, you know, don't have anal sex with with guys because um, th that's high risk, and you can easily contract the virus um, when you have anal sex. So don't, just don't even do it. At, at that age, now maybe she's older, she's you know, protect herself and take precautions yeah. or whatever. But me, me myself personally, I don't do it. But um, but I, I know some people. Last night we had a conversation. We had a whole conversation. We had a whole conversation you know, about I, it. Can I tell you that I was sitting there with my eyes like this? <laughs> and me and me, I'm not gonna say her name, but me, I have another friend that we hung out with last night, and I've I've been friends with her. Um, a little bit less time than you, but I met her in college. We've been mm -hmm. friends, you know, over a couple decades. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long time. And we she, you know, she's blunt. Very blunt. She's very blunt. And I'm and I'm blunt too. So we, we talk about sex all the time too. But um this particular person that she, you know, this story was based around, she had anal sex with him. And from what I understand, how she describes it, he's very well endowed. And she says she enjoys it. My eyes was like this. She's and that's that's how <laughs> like, she said his dick is. It's like that bitch. I'm like, bitch, no. Bitch. No. <laughs> had a bitch crying up in there. Where is that going? Woo, wow, Where yeah. Is that I, was, going? I was wide eyed, like like yeah. a child, like yeah, and she said, you know, he was very gentle with her, and he coached her through it, and they used whatever lube they use, and she enjoys it. And some people do enjoy it. Men enjoy it. 
some women enjoy it. You know, it can't, I guess if you like that kind of thing, it can be enjoyable, but protect yourselves because, you know, if, if you're engaged in, in this kind of behavior with a man who's having unprotected sex with another man. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. and, and it's not, well, I just, there's so much taboo around it, but like, mm-hmm. can we keep that, discuss, like, keep it real because mm-hmm. that HIV is spreading amongst us. Mm-hmm. Like, at rapid fire rate mm-hmm. and it's not making any sense mm-hmm. and i think you know because we don't talk about it we yeah. don't talk about this part you yeah. know and because there are men who are engaging in that dl thing is mm-hmm. you know we laugh and we joke about it but it's it's real yeah. and it's affecting our community mm-hmm. and at a huge rate mm-hmm. so you know and i'm i'm tired of hearing stories because i hear them all the time you know it, women that contract it mm-hmm. and you know so I, you know, whether they go on and, you know, they're going to spread it to everybody because they're mad and you know, mm-hmm. men do it too. But yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, the, the black women that have contracted it because it means that you have, there's a, there's, there's man to man transmission yeah. somewhere along the line. And, and, I, and I think it also goes into um, our society, especially black society. And I, maybe we're more open now, but back then, you know, Really being gay was a taboo. It was it wasn't talked about, you know, if you had an uncle who had that little special friend, your 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 granddaddy couldn't tell you or your grandma couldn't tell you that ain't his boyfriend. That's a special friend, you know. They you just uncle, uncle Peaches. Right. A <laughs> special friend. You know. But you know, if we if we as a society can relax on what people do in their private homes and what you know, mm-hmm. what makes give them enjoyment, let them do that. You know, as long as, I, I, I read this somewhere, as long as whoever you want to have sex with is not an animal, not a kid, and doesn't say no, do what the fuck you want to do. That's a good, that's a good motto. You know, yeah, that's a good, is, mm-hmm. you know, do what you want, whether, whether you think it's wrong or right, that's not, it's not up to you. Yeah. Let the person live, because at the end of the day, and I said this before, people want to be loved, and they're going to mm-hmm. get that love, let them get that love by from where, by crook. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. wherever they they want to get it from, and mm-hmm. if it's if it's a sin, you know, let them deal with it in whatever form is going to come. Mm-hmm. We all sin. Absolutely. Who says that's like you know, a, the more one like, sin? Is, my sin is littler than yours. Yeah, who says that? <laughs> you know, who who you know? My sin ain't that big. Like, you know, no, that, that don't. So it's it's like you know we have to create an environment where people feel safe and comfortable living their true lives because then we won't have all these DL men. You know, agreed. agreed. You know, and, and that, that's. And that's my sentiment exactly. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't such a stigma attached to it, mm-hmm. and you know the the shame and the guilt and all of this that you know we 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 put on it, mm-hmm. then maybe we wouldn't have this because this is this is life or death. It, it, I don't care what they all the prolonging drugs. You know you can take crap. You know a mm-hmm. drug that prevention and all this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't even be dealing with it at the levels that we're dealing with it. We would just be honest with ourselves. This is life and death. This is this is life and death. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's life and death, and I, I know I take my life pretty seriously. I've gotten yeah, to this point in my life. I haven't had any diseases, and, and no shame to anyone who's. But I don't have any diseases. Mm-hmm. I ain't Same trying to get that shit. I ain't trying to get that shit. You know, at my age, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I take the precautions. Like Social Security, and you got. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, uh, so I'm, you know, I'm very upfront with you know whomever I'm dealing with. You know, we need to get tested. Yeah. And if we ain't getting tested, we using condoms. Absolutely. And if we're not doing one of the two, then we ain't doing nothing. And that should be, I mean, just, you know, PSA, because as I, as now that I'm older, and you know, when you're younger, it's like, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I look, you know, yeah. everybody, everybody is safe because you look safe, but like, no, mm -hmm. I need to see papers. That's what I'm saying. And if that's too much of an issue for you and too much trouble, mm -hmm. then you know what? Maybe we don't, we don't need to be rocking like we that. Know. And that to me, like that, mm -hmm. that should be your deal breaker. Mm -hmm. If y'all can't go and get tested together and mm -hmm. look, and you know what? It's so easy now. They send you the results on mm -hmm. your phone. You know, look, yep. send me, do a share and send me. I need, I need to see, I need mm -hmm. to know. And if honestly, like if you can't have that conversation with your partner and, and you can't be honest, yep. then y'all don't need to be bumping uglies. Y'all need to be getting together. It does because it, it's too much going on out here. It's too much mm -hmm. going on out here. Mm -hmm. it's, it's too much going on. And, you know, I think we, we have this, um, you know, it's like selective ignorance because mm -hmm. the information is out there. The information is, is, is there. It's available. But we choose to stay ignorant and be ignorant. That's that to me. Like then it becomes a choice. Mm -hmm. It's that that not not slavery. Slavery ain't a choice. Right. But <laughs> the ignorance is a choice mm -hmm. because you we have so much access. To, we have access to the information. Uh -huh. you know, so mm -hmm. um, we got to do something as a community. We need to come together. Yeah. We, you know care for our own and do for our own and you know this is this mm -hmm. is serious when I you know when I read that it was it it was shock shocking mm -hmm. but then you know and it's when it's so sad it's like us black women mm -hmm. we are the highest rate of new HIV diagnoses in the US Capitol. Now why? That's that's yeah, yeah. it's heavy. So yeah. All right. Okay. So, moving along. So I if you don't take anything from this conversation, get tested and use protection. Please. There you go. Please. All right. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Where are we at? Dick and Report? We're in the Wicked Dick. Wicked Dick. All right. Let me take a sip. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I do lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Okay. For real. I just want to shout out my uh my cognac glasses. Let me tell you. So I got these glasses from a thrift store in um in New York called Housing Works. I went in there one time. I know. I yeah. W E R K. Yep. Housing Works. And these these are so heavy. Cognac glasses. They're beautiful. I love these glasses. Anyway, I only bring them out for uh, company. <laughs> if not, you better use them fucking plastic cups in there. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I had another listener reach out. And you know what? I just want to say shout out to our listeners because yeah. we get people in our DMs, uh, sending us Facebook messages saying that, you know, they love our podcast. They have, you know, they have questions about their- I'm so happy and grateful. You know, about our episodes. Um, they want us to talk about certain topics. Um, and we really, really, really appreciate that. We love y'all so, so much. Um, it just- it's, it's amazing. So thank y'all. Keep them coming. So like, who listening? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, the crazy thing is, is that, can we tell them about our, our history? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know which history, but go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, me and Sean have known each other for a long, long time. Over so 20 years. Over 20 years. This is my homework. This is my ace bone comb. <laughs> so um, a couple months ago, Sean was like, we should start a podcast. And I was down. Um, I don't know. I had a podcast last year, a little small one. But I wanted to start another one. But the dynamic of this one is just amazing because we have such a great friendship. We do. Um, and like this, this, this thing that we have, this is like 20 years in the making. Like this uh, chemistry we have is 20 years in the making. Yeah. And it just makes this so much fun. Uh, to do. I look forward to it. Like this is my. If I don't have any, if I have a crazy week or whatever, I'm like, I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to talk. To you. I can't wait to do this. 
<laughs> because prior to actually us starting the podcast, we talked for like an hour and a half. We would do this anyway. <laughs> now y'all just get here and talk for an hour and a half. And then we're like, oh, wait a minute, let's, let's save this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love so, them. Um, so anyway. So oh, that was this, so sweet. That was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this weekend, so this comes from a listener who actually inboxed me on Instagram about a situation that she's having with her husband, with her, it's not really her husband, it's her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure if they live together, but he spends a lot of time at her house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to read it. Um, and pardon me if it sounds like I'm reading because I am. And I'm old, <laughs> so I got to, you don't care about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I read the shit anyway. Anyway. So let's see. So okay. So at least a, re- a listener reached out regarding one of our uh, weekend dick reports, our past weekend dick reports about orgasms. In the episode, mm-hmm. we talked about the expectation of having an orgasm each time you have sex. I want to. So, <laughs> and if you can't make me orgasm, uh, you know, off with your head, <laughs> off with your head, and you're gonna watch me orgasm right in your face. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's amazing oh, what yeah. the confidence that age gives you. Because if I was twenty, yeah, I would just never be. We probably couldn't even talk with, amongst ourselves. We couldn't right? talk. And if I would just now, suck, yeah, I would suck it up. Be scared of the dick. Now, <laughs> if I if I didn't reach orgasm, just I'd just suck it up and be like, okay, well, now it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. you can. <laughs> let me tell you a story real quick before I get into this. I was talking, thinking about this earlier, so much. I hate to keep talking about past relationships, but past relationship. Uh-huh. So I, my, my ex, we were together for a long time, but I always, he always made sure I had an orgasm. Always. Mm-hmm. One time I was like almost there. And he came before I did. Uh, I probably could have stabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably, I was, I've never felt that kind of anger before <laughs> in my <laughs> life. I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh my god, I was so mad because it was. It was. It was I have, you know, I have a certain technique that, that builds it up to uh-huh. a certain point, and I was like building it up, building it up. So I was ready. That motherfucker came before me. I swear to God, if I had a knife, he, he would have died. He would have died. I was so mad. Oh man! Anyway, all right. Oh man. I digress. I digress. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let me read this thing. It's not about me. All right. All right, so she's in a relationship with her living boyfriend, living, or he spends a lot of time in her house. Mm -hmm. And she's happy with the relationship overall, but the sex is the weakest part. Um, Mm -hmm. She hardly ever orgasms. Um, She's concerned that she's, her pussy is broken. Uh, She's broken down there. Uh, Most of the time, she just fakes it so that she can kind of get it over with. Um, And she's, um, Okay, so she's almost an empty nester, which is an important part of this. Um, but until her son leaves, she's mm-hmm. also worried that um, she's going to hear them having sex. Uh, the son is going to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Which also affects, you know, her being in the in the mood and enjoying yeah. the whole thing. So she's asking, what can she do to enjoy sex mm. more? So I think my advice in that situation, because you know, I have. I have a young son who lives at home, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there are times when you want to get in the mood, and you know that it, it's it's all it's all you know psychological. So you're thinking like, you know, like somebody else in there, and you know. But I think there are creative ways or 
you know, foreplay should be like the, the biggest part mm -hmm. of this, you know, where mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, full on, you know, but, you know, giving and receiving head, mm -hmm. you know, hey, meet me in the bathroom. Hey, we, you know, and I'm, I am, I am so for like planning sex or like sexual escapades. I like that, you know, doing it in advance, like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to go to movies and, you know, sit in the back. I'm going to meet you in the back. And, mm -hmm. um, we, we're gonna, we're gonna, we ain't even gonna say what we're gonna do. Just, just uh -huh. be ready. Right. You know, uh -huh. make sure I got my skirt on. <laughs> Easy access. Right. You know, just, I mean, it's the little things. Like, that to me becomes fun and mm -hmm. exciting in and of itself. You know, when you're like, mm -hmm. you know, meet me in the bathroom. Like, mm -hmm. I'm okay, fine. I'll go into the men's bathroom. Like, <laughs> just meet me in there. I'll be in there in the stall. <laughs> so nobody can see my feet. <laughs> Just the li the little things, you know, like that to be the fun of planning mm -hmm. where, because to me, and, and, okay, so, I mean, I know you're queen of the orgasm. Mm -hmm. Me, it, it's not a, it's not always an every, look, everybody can't, everybody can't be, I get it, I get it, I get it. okay, so it. It, everybody can have what you got, okay, <laughs> everybody can have what you got. But I enjoy, I do enjoy, but it's, you know, it's not like, you know, 100% all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm more of, if, you know, I, I, I need, I can, you gotta give me head. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that's me. That's, that's the, that's the deal breaker. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not all, you know, it's not like all the time. Like that, to me, like that's hard. That's, that, the penetration, mm -hmm. um, having an orgasm for penetration, it's like the, it's like a, a multicolored unicorn for me. It's. It's a, it's possible, but it's very difficult to achieve. And especially when you are, you know, I like a little bit of voyeurism. Like I like that, you know, almost being caught. Somebody's mm -hmm. gonna see like sometimes if you care. Mm -hmm. But I, I have to be completely and totally relaxed and comfortable to even get to that point. Like I can't, mm -hmm. shit can't be going on outside and all yeah. this other stuff, all the distractions. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. For me, it you know me. What's, what's really funny is we talked about this before, but you have like a, a, a playlist that you play doing. Yeah. And to me, I cannot, it has to be quiet. Oh, yeah, you said that. I cannot <laughs> listen to because that's a distraction to me. And it's, it's not because I have songs that will trigger thoughts and the whole, like the whole thing. I, and it's it's a carefully selected playlist of songs mm -hmm. that I know what's going down. I will have I know how it's going down. Playing, that's like, so funny. Hold on. Let me get, let me turn this shit off. Yeah, you said that. You like silence. Me. No, yeah. I have. <laughs> I like to hear grass. I like to hear, I like to hear like the feds. I like to hear all that shit. But anyway, yeah. so, so my advice to her was, first of all, sex, when you, sex is the last thing that happens during sex. You've got to do foreplay. So mm -hmm. if you, if you're sending him text messages, Send him pictures. Um, yeah. You know, if there's certain things you like in porn, you know, send it to him. So it builds up the momentum of mm -hmm. you actually having sex. You know, it just doesn't start in the bed. That's like the very that's last. The last thing. That's the yeah. end result of it. So I think first start with that to kind of spice it up. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of like your son, like I really never really had the issue of like kids in the room because I don't have any kids. Um, so I don't, I've never really like encountered that. But you know, I've, I've you know I've been in places where there's other people in the house, and I don't want them to hear. So there are things that you can do that don't require like the actual motion of like making noise. Mm -hmm. So what I suggest is, you know, you can give you can give head, you know, mm -hmm. you can give him, you know, fellatio. He can kind of linger you. 
I'm gonna use that word right. You know, kind of lingers for you. Um, you can do that. Eat you out. Eat you out. Lick it. Um, you know, you can do that. You know, you can give him a hand job. He can finger you. You know, stuff that's like quiet. You know what I mean? And then sometimes, I, but sometimes, like the one of the best sex, you know, episodes I've ever had was like when you had to be quiet and you like kind of like sneaking it. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. don't, don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So do things that don't require a lot of movement, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, also incorporate foreplay in it, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, forget that. Take sex out the bed, like you said, take it out the bedroom, do it in the car, you know, um, do it in the mm -hmm. movie theater. You know, I've I've literally given head while my dude was driving. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we have to pull Get over. head in the whip and die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you had to pull over, but man, I'm telling you, I, I be telling y'all too much. But I did this. It was on a road trip, and I did it. And this motherfucker had to go to sleep. I had to start driving. <laughs> fucking past the light like, flood out of him. <laughs> the whole life force gone. He was like, I can't even drive. You got. He slept. I know for a good hour, hour and a half. All right, girl. I'll give you a. Uh, you know. <laughs> Because it was unexpected. It was very unexpected. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, so you, you gotta like put some excitement into it. You know, having sex in the bedroom, sometimes it can be a little boring. It can be boring, yeah. You know, and especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time. Sex yeah. after, sex in the first, you know, I would say few months, six months, maybe a year, two years, how you know, mm -hmm. it can be exciting as shit. But after a while, especially if you're living with somebody, you have a certain routine. That shit gets old. It can. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you gotta spice it up. You gotta keep it. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep it spicy. You gotta be like, meet me on the fire escape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> meet me. You in a restaurant? Meet me in the bathroom. Yeah. Or you know, you in a movie theater? You know, wear a skirt, open your legs, have a finger you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, all types of things. All kind of things. There's so much shit mm -hmm. that you can do. You know what I'm saying? All things. You know, all throughout the day. You know, kiss on on his neck, hit his butt, grab his dick when he coming out. You know, just do mm -hmm. stuff. You know, spice it up. Don't be scared. So. That was, that was good. Yeah, yeah. good advice. Good so, advice. Just spice it up a little bit. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what we are with that. Get your freak on, girl. Get your freak on, girl. Mm -hmm. Get your orgasm, girl. Don't fake. Man. I'm telling you, the, 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 the worst thing you can do for yourself is to fake an orgasm. And I'm telling you because I've done it plenty of times in my 20s. And I'm not doing yeah. that shit no more. I'm not doing it no more. You know what I'm saying? So, um, But I'm very honest because, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, you can't like you know. Yeah, I'm honest. Like I, I mean, you know, I I've had a do later. He didn't ask me at that time, but later on, yeah. you know, did you come? No, no, I didn't. And he was very open to like, well, what can I do to make you have an orgasm? And that's the kind of mm. relationship you want, where it's open and you can tell him what you want. You know, what you want, oh. and also for vaginal um, orgasms, because I can have orgasms vaginally and with clitoral stimulation, like you're. People think that you need a big penis to, to, to orgasm, but I'm, I'm not, I like a big penis. I'm not saying that I don't like a big penis. I appreciate, appreciate it. All the I, I appreciate all I need. However, your G spot is less than three inches inside of your vagina is it's up. So if you have your, your man um, stick his two fingers in and just do like this, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it, it feels like a walnut. It's mm -hmm. like um, yeah, it's rigid. rigid. It's rigid, rigid, but it's right there. If you press on it, you can immediately feel it. So just have your man just, or even yourself. You gotta learn your body. You know, play with yourself and and do that. So you can figure out how to where where that placement is. Where but it once is. Once you learn, 
girl, it ain't no motherfucking turn back. I'm telling you. That's why I'm like, there's no turn back. Like, come here, bring me your fingers. Come here, I'm sorry. Right. And guide his fingers to what you want him to do. Mm-hmm. Guide him. Or her. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever floats. Whatever floats, you know. But, but it's um, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's my advice to her. That's my advice to you guys. You know, life is too short to live a life without orgasms. That's all I'm saying. Man, you are so, that's, you know what? That's like a t-shirt. Because that's mm-hmm. so real. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't ever happen in there. Like, Lord, I can't. Uh, and you, you know, I'm, they said, I, I forget what the actual um, percentage of women who don't have orgasms, but it is a, it's a high percentage. It's, it's very high. Yeah, or like don't know what it feels like at all. I, mean, I'm, I promise you, you mm. Lord. So I think uh, <laughs> this, this weekend Dick Van is like going on and on. So I remember the first time I had, I the first time I had an orgasm, I made myself orgasm. Girl, that was a long motherfucking weekend. <laughs> I just gotta tell you. That shit was long. It was a long weekend. Spending time with myself this weekend. Man, that was all day Saturday, Sunday. I was tired. <laughs> I was tired. That shit wears you out. Orgasms wear you out. They, they do. Sleepy. They do. <laughs> That's the best sleep, too. What? what? That's the girl, coma sleep. You're in a coma. Girl, I got the fang going. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Snoring and shit like. Lord have mercy. All right, all right, all right. I can talk about sex all day, but we're gonna gonna do a special, just a special for you. So maybe like once a month, Mm -hmm. and it'll be like an extended, nice, yeah, dick report. So if you if you have like a a, a, um, something you you want me to talk about, a sexual experience or a question you have about sex, send it to me because we're I'm really considering. Uh, this was uh, Sean's idea to talk about sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you need an outlet. I need an outlet. outlet. <laughs> Thank you. Get <laughs> right. you some friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have questions, let me know. Um, and you know, maybe I can do like a like a ten minute little, you know, little yeah, something like extra. Just like an education piece. That would yeah, be good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wanted to talk about it anyway. All right, let's go. All right, so moving on, we are now at the reminisce reminisce. part of the show. I reminisce, I reminisce. So this week in is my reminisce. So, oh, I didn't tell you what it was. So, it is let me tell you what it is it's John Blaze, Fat Joe, a song from 1999. So, it was off the Don Cartagena album. Mm -hmm. And this was a time, so who's on it? It was Nas, started it off. Big Pun, um, Jada Kiss, and Raekwon, the chef, was on. So I don't know if you remember the video. The video like had Mac Ten in it, and it had um, it was it was because it, it was during the time when the locks was with the Rough Riders. So it was a lot of Rough Riders, and you know, and this was what I would consider it was like the post Biggie era. So post Biggie, post Tupac, the whole East West thing, and you know, and I'm you know I'm such a fan of, of Fat Joe because. He is motherfucking consistent. When you think his first album came out 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah. and he has, because you can hear him today on the radio. Yeah, he puts out bangers. Motherfucker is consistent, bangers. okay? He's also my neighbor. He lives in the Um, But this song was, to me, it was kind of bringing it back to New York. So, like I said, it was, you know, after Biggie and Tupac, and I mean, it had, look who it had on it. It had Nas, and from what I understand, Nas had to rewrite 
his lyric after he heard Big Pun. Oh, really? Because I'm telling you, Big Pun, rest in peace, was, I, I, lyrically, he was, he was damn near untouchable. And I know a lot of people, y'all can fight me on it. Mm -hmm. And you know, he was cut down, you know, you know, lost his life at a very young age, because I think he was only like 26 years or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but had lyrics for days. So this is a little short story because now that we are sitting here in the Bronx, but I met Big Fun and Fat Joe at where at the BBQs that we were at. It was a party there that night. And I'm telling you, Big Pun was a dancer, as big as he was, mm -hmm. and it took four of my homegirls, and we had to like <laughs> circle around him, like bring him around the rosy. And that nigga was dancing and doing a two-step hip hop, and it was so much fun. He like, he enjoyed, he enjoyed himself and we had a good time. So um, rest in peace to Big Pun, that was my Big Pun story. But um, this song, John Blaze, to me, just set off, it was, it was like bringing it back to New York, you know, and they had a solid, you know, I'm I'm a Jada fan today, I'm, I'm underneath the ground, Raekwon, um, mm -hmm. and Nas was like, you know, he always dropped it, you know, mm -hmm. I got my little feelings personally about Nas, but um, he, he, he showed and improved, so this was the shit, so it was, it was um, John Blaze, 1999, man, that was like 19 years ago. Lord have mercy. I just, I cannot believe shit like that it was like 19 years ago. Mm -hmm. And every time we do this reminisce, it's like, it was 20 years like, ago. Like, you old bitch. Bitch, yeah. you old. Yeah. Bitch, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is walking around now and wasn't even born when that's right. Um, so, um, that's my reminisce. I don't know, like, you know, that was, that was like underground kind of hip hop to me. Like I said, Fat Joe was like, I'm a Fat Joe fan. I think Fat Joe being his family was too late. He's like a 50 cent you know, and they, I think they're like, the, they're Gemini, they're the same sun sign. No, 50 is a cancer. Oh, it's cancer. They're the same sun sign. Whatever they are, they're the same, um, you know, real talkative, and but they be in their feelings a lot. Can we, get, can we talk about the fact? Okay, I didn't want to go into 50. I was talking about John Blaze. I don't know if you had anything to say about it, that was, but that was my shit back in the day. Um, but... Okay, so I just want to talk to you on 50 Cent real quick because this whole thing with him and I know it was the ratchet with, with this whole thing with 50 and um, what's the box that they Mayweather? Yes. <laughs> Yo, did you see that? Oh. Look, that, it's like a dueling couple. Like, oh man, y'all done broke up. Now y'all want to get on social media and just dog each other out. Stop. Craziness. The, the yeah. love, it's the, it's the love, love, hate, the love triangle. Did you read? So I guess Mayweather put out a, uh, like a, a statement. <laughs> And then 50 Cent, 50 came out with like the, uh, the, the, the amended version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I I finally, that was dying. And I thought it was the real I thing. Got, I was like, oh shit. It might have been a real thing. I can't spell. You were confused. Oh man. But don't they, they just seem like a warring couple. Man. Like it's the War of Roses. I'm like, Y'all going in like y'all had a thing. Seriously. But it's so funny though. I'm here for it. I'm a cancer and I swear, oh God, I would never date another cancer. I dated two cancers in my life. And Ooh. man, we both cannot be crying. <laughs> Can you imagine dating had a bitch crying up in here? <laughs> He'll get on my nerves, man. And oh, 50 is handsome as shit, but I, I tell you. He sure is, but he be in his feelings. He all the time. You he know, he can't let shit go. Like, 
ain't even they ain't even black old. Right. He Wrong. was he was making chess moves. So there is a there's a, a great interview that he did. Um I guess we can talk about, you know, other other platforms, but I I watch Breakfast Club a lot. So there was a, a good interview that he did with Breakfast Club that kind of talked about um how old is he? You know, I don't know. He looks looking at him maybe in his late forties, fifties, maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't take him more than his fifties, you know, mid fifties. Um, if if that old. But um it's a great interview. If you go just Google it. Um it's a great interview on YouTube. You can check him out. Um but you know Shout out to Essence Magazine. You can get them. I think it's Essence.com um, mm-hmm. is the website. Yeah. Essence on Instagram. You know how to find Essence. So yeah. um, I just kind of wanted to highlight that because, you know, once again, we have a black communication that. that is that's yes. black owned. So I'm, I'm glad you, you just gave me a little bit of education because I honestly thought it was it was not black owned. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, wanted, uh, Tom Inc. bought it a few years ago. Uh, they had it. And now we got it again. So yeah. here we go. All right. Essence, Essence Magazine. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we at the end? Is this the beach? We're at the end of the road. I want to know. I want to know. It looks like I'm going to the beach, but I'm not. Bitch ain't going nowhere but downtown. Girl, I'm going downtown. Little Sarah's real quick. I just want to feel like I'm going to the beach. I love it, dog. I'm loving the look. I'm loving the vibe you're giving me. It's so good. I had such a good time. You always have a good time. I always love when you come. I always love when you come. When we let me tell you, so I have, I have, you know, I have my group of friends here, but I swear it's never the time that I have with Sean. That shit be like, we get a powder. Like what? We don't get no sleep. I'm like, damn it, the sun is coming up. I know. So I'm thinking our next live, I got to come down to yeah. We got, we got to do it. I'm gonna. Pick a location, and we're gonna. It's, it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So, so we're gonna play. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So subscribe to that's what I'm saying. The podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, Castpod. Um, where where else are we at? We're on YouTube. So this actually will you'll see us on YouTube. Yeah. We at your baby daddy's house. <laughs> we at your baby mama's house. <laughs> we're grandma's house. We're everywhere. Okay. Um, also, what, what else we need to do? Oh, follow us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We are getting it together. We are getting our Twitter game together. We're getting mm-hmm. our IG together. We want to thank y'all mm-hmm. for all the support, the love that you're giving, the following, yep. the questions, the, the comments. Keep we coming. love it. Please keep it coming. Yep. Um, and then also, you can keep up to date uh, with us on our website, see where we are. That's that's what I'm saying, podcast.com. Um, and mm-hmm. we always have to give a shout out. Yeah, always got to give a shout out to our mega producer, Vegas World. Um, you can get them on Vegas World Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. It's this drink. Sorry. I'm drinking. Um, Vegas World Inc. on Twitter mm-hmm. and Hip Hop Now on Instagram. Yeah. So we'll be doing yeah. a joint podcast with them very soon. Very, so very soon. That, for that. That's going to be exciting. So yep. thank you so much for listening, subscribing, liking us on social media. And we are out. Love. Peace.